the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Folks, welcome to the Eric Metaxas Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Welcome to the Eric Metaxas Show. Do you like your gravy thick and rich and loaded with creamy mushrooms? If no one was looking, would you chug the whole gravy boat? Chug, 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 chug. Stay tuned. Here comes Mr. Chugalug himself, Eric Metaxas. Hey there, folks. Welcome to the program. I believe it's Tuesday. And Albin. Yes, sir. You are here to talk to me about all kinds of stuff. Now, my guest coming up is Brant Hansen. He's got a book out called Life is Hard, God is Good, Let's Dance. I don't know what that's about, but I think I agree with it. Uh, but Brant Hansen, fantastic guest. In hour two, I think we have Doug Giles, Ooh. who's a madman. Yeah. That's a compliment. But right now, Alvin, it's just us chickens. Yeah. First of all, I just want to offer my condolences from Ann and I for the passing of your father. He was a great guy. We got to meet him. I just loved him. He was full of life. And as a patriarch of a great family, I'm just so happy he lived to be 96 years old. 96 and a half. Yes. He lived into the 2024, uh, obviously. Um, So I'm trying to think when you last saw my dad. That's amazing. Yeah, I think it was about seven months ago. You were preaching at a, a, a church there near Danbury. Remember? Oh my yes, gosh, Alvin! That's where I met him. Yeah, and your mom at the vineyard was... at his vineyard church in Bethel, Connecticut. That's we, right. we go there whenever we can. His vineyard church in Bethel, Connecticut. I forgot. Yeah. That that's right. He was there, yeah. and you were there. Yeah, and afterwards oh, we went to the diner where my. you were a busboy or whatever for how many years. That's I don't know. in my. If you read my book, Fish Out of Water, yeah. there's a bleak story. There's a lot of bleak stories, <laughs> freaky bleak stories. I, and and, and I we love, went to the diner, you, me, and my dad, and a few friends. Yeah, and this like is it, seven like, months ago. Like you mentioned, Fish Out of Water. It's about, in a sense, your dad. It's a tribute to your dad. It's beautiful stories about you growing up and him, and some of the quirkiness of of him. I mean, we both had old our fathers were of an age that they had this quirkiness about them that's kind of lost, I think, on some of the us yeah. older folks today. Yeah. I don't know how quirky we it's are. It's been bleached out of us. Well, <laughs> no, right. I, I think, um, yeah. oh, man, it's amazing. Well, anybody, if you've seen my book, Fish Out of Water, that is my dad on the cover yeah. uh, at the Statue of Liberty. My mother took that photo. They were on a date at the Statue of Liberty in 1957, and that's my father. And I, it doesn't say it anywhere in the book. Uh, I meant to say it, but it doesn't say it anywhere in the book. And my mom took the photo, and I asked prayers for my mom yeah. uh, at this yeah, time. But uh, that's such a blessing to think that you she's were— still getting royalties from you for that photo. You know? yeah, yeah, she's getting nothing. <laughs> she wasn't even named uh, Anna Rose Metaxas. That was, she was Anna Rose Cragen when she took that photo. Well, there you go. Right? Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right, well, so we got Brand Hansen coming up, yeah. but right now— I guess I want to talk. First of all, I want to remind people your your book yes. with a forward by Eric Metaxas. That would be me. Uh, is titled "Obvious." The title 
is obvious. Mm-hmm. It should be obvious what the title is, and then it turns out the title actually is literally obvious. Yes. Not the title is not literally obvious. The title is just obvious. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's yeah, quite I'm, literally. And I, br- I broke it down into four sections. The real reason why I wrote it was because the biggest obvious thing to me uh, in, in recently in, in American history was the stolen election of what? 2020. Oh, you it don't was believe so damn that. obvious. You don't believe that evil people with no principles would steal. No. What are you saying? See, that's the one thing. Fascists, they do a lot of bad things. We're seeing them do it in our country now. But one thing they do not is, do is steal they elections. They would never steal an election. It, it, it's like bad guys in prison. You know, yeah. they, the snitches get stitches they wow. could do they could be rapists and murderers but wow. if they snitch that's it yeah. we, cut, we draw the line yeah we draw and the fascists, line of snitching they don't steal anything and and i didn't get a chance to talk with you on uh, january 6th or at least that week which was the third anniversary where where the left is saying that that was the insurrection but there was uh the what gateway, a joke yeah the gateway pundit had a uh, had an interview with some of the people from the prison that had been there you know basically three years some of them didn't even have trial dates and all this sort of thing and they uh, rest assured that the left has said we're gonna we're gonna arrest another eight or nine hundred people just for walking around the lawn okay and nothing says we did not steal an election yeah. than than arresting those that protested it and and saying like and you can't do anything about it i want to okay? i want to be clear ladies and gentlemen this is evil 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 in america the idea that the left in america uh, and a number of rhinos would do something this evil should make you angry. It should make you want to fight it with everything you have. If you're intimidated and you say, oh, they're, they're going to come after me, you're part of the problem. Yeah. You need to stand up for what is right and good and true and trust God is with you. Right. And the injustice that these people are behind bars uh, at least one of whom is a friend of mine, John Strand. Yes. I know that he did nothing. And do you think that I'm just going to sit by and say, oh, well, that's the way it goes? Yeah. It is evil. It and, is evil that this would happen in the United States of America. Patriots have died, that we would be free, that we would govern ourselves. This uh, president is evil. His administration is evil. And uh, we need to call a spade a spade. Yeah. When you're evil, when you're doing this kind of stuff, knowingly, this is incredibly wicked. This is not a difference of opinion, uh, which I respect people's difference of opinion. This is wickedness. Yeah, you're not allowed to have a difference of opinion with them. Now, over the weekend at AmericanThinker.com, AmericanThinker.com, there's a great cartoon about this. It was the Velvet Rope Insurrectionists. There's a picture of, this is actually from a photo from the the Capitol, you know, the cameras inside the Capitol, and all of those insurrectionists are staying inside the Velvet Rope as they go to riot inside the the, the chain. Yeah, yeah right? maybe they're not insurrectionists if they were following the velvet rope, ladies and gentlemen. Did you ever think of that? Yeah. Where can people see this uh, cartoon, American, AmericanThinker.com. It, it, it came out on, on Sunday. So if you back, you'll see the cartoons there. If you back up a few cartoons, you're going to see, see it at AmericanThinker.com. Great, great articles over there as well. AmericanThinker.com. One of the things I want to mention, because I listened in at the Gateway Pundit on January 6th, and they had people calling in from prison. The, the number one thing that they wanted to get across, and this is important because I have it in my book, the, f- the last chap- the last section has about 14 ch- uh, chapters based on this concept. 
The insurrection happened on November 5th. Remember November 5th, 2020, the 5th, the 6th, I'm sorry, the November 3rd, November 3rd, 4th, 5th, and 6th, the protesting of the insurrection happened January 6th. This is the idea that these guys, this is a simple idea they're trying to get across to us. We were protesting the insurrection, the usurpation of our government. That's what we were there to protest, stop the steal. But they flipped it. They flipped the squish and uh, the script, and, and that's what they like to do. They, they, well, that's we, what the left does. We believe in fighting lawfully. Uh, we believe in throwing the bums out. Joe Biden is a bum. His administration, they're bums. But we don't, we don't believe in insurrection. We believe in doing things the right way, according to the actual law. And the left does not. And we need to acknowledge that. We need to call them out on what they're doing. Look, I, I didn't used to want to be political. Yeah. And I got to tell you, folks, yeah. at this point, uh, I, wrote, I wrote about it in my book, Letter to the American Church. If you need convincing of why it's biblical— uh, to get involved politically, read a letter to the American church. Give it to your pastor. If yeah. your pastor's not already on this page, find another church because the hour is late. It's yeah. 2024. We need to fight for what is right and good and true to save this nation for God's purposes, yeah, not for us, and not people, for us. If Christians say, I don't want to get political, it's a good thing Jesus didn't get political, you know, at his time, and the apostles didn't get political. They didn't get involved in what was going on politically. Yeah, they, didn't, they didn't call out evil yeah, or anything like that. They were like just that. good teachers, and they loved everyone. They didn't, they didn't take a step. They in, were uh, just petting the children. The funny thing is, if the Biden administration, even if they stole and when they stole the election, if they would have just gotten in and just kept things going well, and they weren't arresting their, their adversaries and trying to interfere yeah. with the 2024 election and all that. Yeah. Most of us would have said, okay, yeah, maybe they stole the election, but you know what? Everything's still going okay, and we'll get them in 2024. Yeah. But already, of course, not only did they steal 2020, they've already have the gears in motion for 2020, 2024. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, we we got to be clear. If you don't believe in God's principles, why wouldn't you steal? Uh, yeah. These people, they're not patriots. They don't believe in the American way. They believe in winning at all costs. And that's what uh, statist authoritarians have done since the beginning of time. It's what criminals have done since the beginning of time. You do whatever you can do because you don't believe that there's a God who's going to hold you accountable. You don't believe in principles. And that's what we're dealing with. We need to be realistic, folks. Uh, This election was stolen and no amount of intimidation is going to get me or Albin or a lot of people to shut up about it because I feel like it would be blasphemous to keep your mouth shut at a time when when lives are on the line, when our nation is on the line. Albin, we got to have you back uh, this week again. And if you're not convinced, it's all we know obvious. The details (laughs) are easy to read. The book is Obvious by Albin Sater. Obvious by Albin Sater. It's a fun read. For more than 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider standing behind their values and their exceptional service. They're an example of putting the cause ahead of profits, and it's why I am proud to partner with them. Starting today, Patriot Mobile is extending their Black Friday deal to the Every Friday Matters deal, and you can get a free smartphone when you switch today. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you access to all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're supporting 
supporting free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, our veterans and first responders, and more. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your number, keep your existing phone, or for a limited time, get a free smartphone from Patriot Mobile. Go to patriotmobile.com slash metaxas or call 972-PATRIOT and use promo code FRIDAY76. Again, get a free smartphone with promo code FRIDAY76. This is a limited time offer. Join me. Make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Metaxas or call 972-PATRIOT. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful at lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Just the other night, I was asked that question. Well, the owners of Relief Factor tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and I agree with them. And the doctors who formulated Relief Factor for them selected the four best ingredients, yes, 100% drug-free ingredients, and each one of them helps your body deal with inflammation. Each of the four ingredients deals with inflammation from a different metabolic pathway. That's the point. So approaching from four different angles may be why so many people find such wonderful relief. If you've got back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or just getting older, you should order the three-week quick start discounted to only $19.95 to see if it'll work for you. It has worked for about 70% of the half a million people who've tried it and have ordered more. I'm one of them. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief to find out about this offer. Feel the difference. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Hey there, folks. Welcome back. Um, I once had the idea to write a book with the title Life is Hard, God is Good, Let's Dance. And I thought, what a dumb title. Uh, But it turns out that a friend of mine, Brent Hansen, has written a book with exactly that title. And Brent Hansen, I just want to take back the unpleasant comment from seconds ago. I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, Your book is titled Life is Hard, God is Good, Let's Dance, Experiencing Real Joy in a World Gone Mad. Uh, Brent Hansen, that may be the longest title since uh, Bonhoeffer, Pastor, Martyr, Prophet, Spy. Um, what uh, what were you thinking? You know what? I'm just being straight up with you. My wife got a T-shirt like 30 years ago that said, life is hard, God is good, let's dance. And I was like, I guess a good name for a book. So I guess I'm I serious. should write a book titled I'm With Stupid. Right, I haven't done that yet, but that's that's a follow up to this. So I'm just going to go yeah. through all the shirts. T-shirts are all the best titles: Moby Dick, uh, yes. Sound of the Fury. All it. Obviously, yeah. Melva got that off of a T-shirt because where would you come up with Moby Dick or the Whale unless you had seen it on a T-shirt? Uh, <clears throat> yes, in mm-hmm. uh, in Massachusetts. So uh, life is hard. God is good. 
Let's Dance, Experiencing Real Joy in a World Gone Mad. Now, you, I neglected to say, are a nationally syndicated radio host and podcaster. Um, uh, you work with Cure International. Um, but what, what possessed you uh, to write a book with this title? What's the, what's the fundamental message of the title it's, of it's, the book? It's about, actual, about being at peace because people aren't. As you know, people are overrun with anxiety in this culture, and I, I, I don't want to live that way myself, and I don't think we have to live that way. And so I'm actually – I tried to make the book funny, but that's – as you know, that's always the eye of the beholder. You can, that, could, that could not work or it works depending on the, the reader. But Well, the good news is, is all, you actually all, are funny, so I'm, I believe that the book is funny even though I haven't read it yet. But you have the ability to be funny when you're talking about serious stuff. And you, you just said something I want to be – I don't want to forget. You, you, know, you said uh, a lot of people are living in, in, with a lot of anxiety, and you said I don't think we have to live that way. And I want to be clear – what you really mean is God, it is not God's will that we live that way. Right. And if something right. is not God's will, it means he will give the power to do his will. And the scripture says, be anxious for nothing, but in all right. things by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, make your requests known unto God. And they, So what that means is that in life we will have reasons to be anxious, plenty reasons. And God says, okay. When that happens, you have to choose not to be anxious, but to do what I tell you to do. Um, but he won't force us. It is our choice. It is your choice. And what's genius about that verse that you have memorized, which is pretty impressive, I have to say, but like that, that verse is gratitude is at odds with anxiety. This is something you can walk out in your own life. You're, like gratitude and anxiety are very difficult to coexist. So we're told repeatedly to be thankful. So this is a very concrete, it's not like a religious pie in the sky thing. It's something you can actually do is to capture your thoughts about what you're anxious about, realize I can't control everything, and then tell God what you're thankful for, and then let him deal with it. So I read, I was listening, I didn't finish the book, but the book by Tim Ferriss, The Four Hour Work Week. I don't know if you ever read that, but no, he was talking about how to be super efficient or whatever. He, I got, the, a, I I got, got the, the t-shirt. Okay, good. Okay, yeah. good. okay yeah. so that's the first step. Yeah. But the, the thing is, he was talking about how he outsources everything to his his personal assistant in India, and that makes him very efficient. Like all his dental appointments, she arranges this, his, you know, all this stuff. He said one day he was really worried about something, and this is not coming at it from a religious perspective at all. He said one day he was really worried, and he actually asked his PA, like, I need you to worry about this for me today. And it was a joke, he said. But the weird thing was, he said it worked. Like outsourcing his worry actually helped him. And I thought that is so interesting because the biblical wisdom, it's Old Testament and New Testament, is literally to outsource your worry, to cast your cares on God because he cares for you. Obviously, the assistant in India can't do anything, but God actually can. Well, you know like, something? This is not part, part of this because there's more to it than just doing this, right? You have to structure your life. I mean, I married a woman who believes this stuff. And because I married a woman who believes this stuff, um, she encourages me along these lines. We need to encourage each other along these lines. A lot of times on my own, I will veer off and I need the people around me 
uh, to help me, just as I want to help those people. And so surrounding yourself with people who understand what the Bible says, who understand God's will, that's part of how we deal with this stuff. If you're hanging out with people who don't buy this stuff, it's going to be much tougher for you. If you're trying to quit smoking and everybody around you is is lighting up, totally. it's going to be tough. Totally. So part of living out God's will uh, is surrounding yourself with people that are on board with that, that, that they're on the same process with you, and they're reminding you of the Scripture. Wait, look, this is what God says. Right. We need to remind so each other. That's everything. What you, what you are paying attention to is everything. You are becoming what you're paying attention to. I mean, your attention is everything. I can't underline that enough. So who you're hanging out with or who you're hanging out with virtually, like all of the information streams that are coming into your head, it shouldn't be a mystery if it's nonstop barrage of news and information that you don't turn out to be an anxious mess. That's not a mystery. And I'm amazed at that, I- how people how people fill their heads with anxiety and stuff. I I watch very little news because it's depressing because I already know what's going on. My question is, can I do something about it? Uh, and I'd like to spend my time doing something about it, praying about it, uh, taking action about it, talking about it on this program. But just to fill my mind with all the horrible stuff that's out there. You know, there's another scripture where, where the Lord commands us uh, in Philippians, same chapter, I think, as the one I just quoted, but to, you know, whatsoever things are good and noble and true, to think on these things. Why does God say okay. that? He's, he says right. that because he knows that when we focus on what is good and beautiful and true and noble and praiseworthy, it does something to us. It's, it's not okay, just to so avoid the ugly stuff. It's to help us deal with the ugly stuff. And that's genius. Because the, what's really interesting, I was reading an article, I think it was New York Times, about, um, about clearing your mind in a yoga way or in a meditation way. And they said it actually makes people more anxious over time. First clearing of all, shame on is, you for reading the New York Times. Number one, shame on you. Number two, absolutely. can you please repeat what you were just saying? Because I'm not sure that I understood. Um, so it said that it actually makes it worse because you can't clear your mind. And I think what's really interesting is that 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 scripture you were just talking about is like whatever is true starts with true. It's not just happy, slappy optimism, right? Whatever's true, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, you fill your mind with that stuff instead. It's not a clearing of your mind. It's being able to like bring truth back into the, the picture. If you actually trust God and God we trust, right? if you actually trust his goodness, you don't have to have all the answers. You don't know how everything's going to work out, but you actually just trust his character you're dealing from a pretty strong hand because you know ultimately, no matter what happens, you're safe. Ultimately. This is Jesus taking his disciples out on that lake. That was his idea. He knew the storm was coming and he was asleep. Like it was a test for them. They failed it. But he's trying to tell them, even if the ship goes down, do you realize you're okay with me? Like you can actually trust me. This is a great hand to play with in life because you you can become lighthearted. You can be in the moment with your family and friends. You realize you don't control a lot of stuff. You can just focus on today. You don't have to borrow trouble from tomorrow. Like this is a much better way to live and it's a lot more fun. So this book is called Life is Hard, God is Good, Let's Dance, Experiencing Real Joy in a World Gone Mad. So what what is in the book? Are there stories in the book? 
There's a lot of stories. So the thing you, you said about me working with Cure, these are hospitals. People should visit these. <laughs> They're permanent surgical hospitals for kids that have correctable disabilities around the world and in the poorest places. And they're, it's all done. I'm coming at this from a Christian perspective, too, but it's all done in the name of Jesus. So they charge them nothing. And these kids get to get up and run, dance, walk, play for the first time in their lives. They're eight-year-old girls, 16-year-old boys by the thousands and they get to hear that they're not a curse or a monster, that God actually loves them. That's what these hospitals do. Top-notch neuro and orthopedic surgeons. Can we get some so cure hospitals visit- in the United States of America? That would be a sweet step up. <laughs> that would be a sweet step up from where we are. Because no joke, that's, I mean, healing uh, has a lot to do with what you're hearing and with the attitude around you. So that's so beautiful that uh, at, at these hospitals, what is the website for cure? Just in, it's cure.org. It's just, it's, it's just literally cure.org. We're, we're, but I'm telling you. Yeah, we're going to a break. We'll, we'll be talking more about it. But the, but the website is cure.org. Uh, I'm talking to Brant Hansen. The new book is called Life is Hard. God is Good. Let's dance. Legacy Precious Metals has a revolutionary new online platform that allows you to invest in real gold and silver online. In a few easy steps, you can open an account online, select your metals of choice, and choose to have them stored in a vault or shipped to your door. You have access to a dashboard where you can track your portfolio growth in real time anytime. You'll see transparent pricing on each coin and bar. This puts you in complete control of your money. The platform is free to sign up for. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com and open your account and see this new investing platform for yourself. Gold hedges against inflation and against a volatile stock market. A true diversified portfolio isn't just more stocks and bonds, but different asset classes. This new platform allows you to make investments in gold and silver, no matter how small or large, with a few clicks. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com to get started. You're going to love this free new tool they've added, Legacy pminvestments.com, legacypminvestments.com. Check it out. Hey, this is Eric Metaxas. For years, I've told you about Nutramedics, a professional supplement brand trusted by doctors since 1993. Nutramedics offers a variety of health bundles. Whether you want to support your immune system, improve your sleep, promote joint comfort or detoxification support, Nutramedics has a health bundle right for you. The best part about Nutramedics, every year they donate a minimum of 50% of their profits to Christian charities and missions. That's right, 50% of their profits. Nutramedics has a goal of surpassing $100 million in giving by 2030. Many of you take supplements already. Switch to Nutramedics. It's the highest quality and they donate 50% of their profits. Get 15% off by using the code ERIC. During checkout, go to Nutramedics.com and search health bundles support your health while helping others in need go to nutramedics that's n-u-t-r-a-m-e-d-i-x.com nutramedics.com use the code eric for 15 percent off again nutramedics n-u-t-r-a-m-e-d-i-x.com nutramedics.com use the code eric for 15 percent off Welcome back. We're talking to Brant Hansen, his real name. Uh, and the title of the book is Life is Hard, God is Good, Let's Dance, Experiencing Real Joy 
in a world gone mad. Brent, you were just talking about um, you uh, are very involved with Cure International uh, and the hospitals that share the love of God um, while they're doing uh, these extraordinary medical procedures. How many how many countries is Cure International in? Well, it's got eight permanent hospitals, but it draws from about 30 or 40 countries because people come from all around because no one else is doing like neurosurgeries for free to take tumors off of kids' heads. Like, and people will come as far as they'll do anything to save their kids, right? Well, it's just so beautiful. Um, but and so how does that relate to to your book, uh, Life is Hard, God is Good, Let's Dance? Well, I tell a lot of stories that I've, see, I've seen visiting these hospitals because it's the most beautiful thing. And a lot of people lose faith, like the faith that can give them peace, actual peace. They lose it because they're like, oh, where's God now? Look at this tragedy. Look at this other thing. I'm like, you know what? I'll show you where he is. I'll show you. I'll take you to one of these hospitals. Like you get to see healing happen. Like God is still using his people to heal. It's not on CNN. It's not on Fox. It's not on, they're not, but it, it, by, I think they heal 25,000 kids a year and it's all done in the name of Jesus and it's all for free, top-notch medical care. Like to me, that makes a lot of sense. So as somebody who's a skeptic by nature and has gone through a lot of religious hypocrisy and stuff, when I get to see this, man, it's like, okay, this makes sense to me. And it's so beautiful because it's the kingdom of God, right? Like Jesus is saying, you want to see the kingdom and he heals people, healing. It's like heaven is breaking through. I'm giving you an advanced trailer of what heaven looks like. And that's literally what these hospitals look like. And there's literally dancing. There's dance parties in the hospital with the kids. Sometimes sometimes they're in wheelchairs. Sometimes they're in you know using canes or you have to hold them when you're – but they crank up the music. And it's the most joyful thing and it's so beautiful. Well, it's that kind of stuff. I'm like, if the kingdom looks like that, that's great news. And being able to to actually have a trust for a God like that is really helpful in life. It gives you the peace that you need. I'm not kidding. We need hospitals like that in America. I don't know uh, who's listening, but God is calling you uh, to get involved in that because we we forget. We used to have hospitals like that. We used to have Catholic hospitals like that where where the presence of God is at the center uh, of why they're doing what they're doing. And let's be clear, it was Christians that created the concept of hospitals, ladies and gentlemen. It was Christians. It flows out of our Christian faith uh, that we want to do good and we want to help people who can't give us back anything. They can't pay us back, but we want to bless them. That's what Cure is about. Uh, that's what it is to live the Christian life. And it's a it's it's yeah. just a beautiful, beautiful thing. And we need to stop. I mean, it's been a big thing for me when I wrote my book is Atheism Dead. And I began to see the just the insane evidence for God from science and archaeology. But I, I just thought, you know what? Even Christians, we need to rejigger our thinking like the, 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 the reality of God is so clear, so overwhelming that all of reality needs to bow to God's reality. It, it shouldn't just be in these little Christian, these little uh, church places or whatever. It needs to bleed out into everything, into hospitals, into, into our communities, because it's true. Because this is, right. it's true. It's not just true for Christians. Well, it's true. Well, a lot of people are, you know, they talk about deconstructing their faith or they're leaving. I'm like, man, I'm not leaving this. 
I am not. I've got my, like, I know there's a lot of hypocrisy. I know there's a lot of stuff that's messed up. But the kingdom of God is too beautiful. Like, when you see something like that, I'm like, I'm not leaving this. It's too good. So that's what I was trying to do in the book to tell stories like that about the individual kids I've met and the, and the operating rooms I've been in. And, like, they're so compelling. Each, each one of these kids' stories is like a movie. So I decided to tell that to illustrate what God is actually doing in the world and why he's worthy of being trusted. When you're being told that so many things are bad and horrible, like, he's still doing stuff. And it is obvious when you tune into it, but everybody else is trying to distract you from it. He's actually good, and he actually can be trusted. Well, um, again, there are, there are a lot of people that they, they think of themselves as, as Christians, but if you push them and say, do you believe this or this, they, they give you the, well, like that's their way of saying, no, I don't. But they don't want to say, no, I don't. They just want to say, well, it's complicated. Folks, there's a time when you need to be crystal clear. The Word of God tells us God loves us. It tells us to rejoice in Him always, to give thanks in all circumstances. These are God's commands to us. Why? Because He loves us and because He knows some stuff that we don't know fully. But He's trying to let us know, like, if you knew what I know, if you knew what I know— you would have a different attitude about what you're going through right now. He does that to help us, not to condemn us, to encourage us. I love that that because if you think about it, I think there may be a a day at the end of our lives or something we can look back when when we see the whole story, when we might say, you know what? I never actually needed to be worried. I never did. I think that's entirely plausible. And I think it's going to happen. Jesus himself, like you're saying, he knows stuff. Like he knows. He's got the big picture and he's saying, you you do not need to be worried. Like how amazing is that? So I have to believe that's true. And so if I do feel anxious, I should be able to like, like, like Jeremiah and Lamentations or David and Psalms, able to talk to my own emotions and say, why are you so downcast? Why are you so anxious? Put your trust in God. He's actually trustworthy. I'm actually safe with him. We will continue uh, the title of the book, brand new book, Life is Hard, God is Good, Let's Dance. The author is Brant Hansen. We'll be right back. It's the same feeling I always seem to get a run There's no mistake Are you tired of not getting a good night's sleep? Well, my friend Mike Lindell has created the perfect solution. He didn't just stop at the pillow. He also created the Giza Dream bed sheets made from the world's best cotton called Giza. These sheets are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. And now for a limited time, you can get 50% off the Giza Dream sheets with prices starting as low as $29.98. These sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors and have a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Take advantage of this amazing offer. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio podcast square and use promo code Metaxas at checkout. You can also find deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow 2.0 mattress topper and MyPillow towel sets. Don't wait any longer to get the best sleep of your life. Take advantage of this amazing offer. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio podcast square and use promo code Eric at checkout. Don't wait any longer to get the best sleep of your life. Call 800-978-3057 or go to MyPillow.com now and use promo code Eric. Um, 
Brand Hansen is my guest. Brand new book titled Life is Hard, God is Good, Let's Dance. Um, your books are readable. Uh, your last book uh, was titled Unoffendable. It sold 200,000, more than 200,000 uh, copies. Uh, you uh, have millions of listeners uh, on your uh, Brant Hansen show on 200 radio stations. You know how to communicate, uh, and obviously that's important because sometimes you, you pick up a book and you start reading and eh, it doesn't, it doesn't really pull you in. Um, but you, you have the ability to do that. Now, can you think of any stories in the book that you could tell now? I don't know. Oh, well, sure. Like I could tell about one of the, like any number of the kids that I've interacted with. This just, this just show what God's doing in the world. Like I, I tell one story about one of the first kids I saw, 17 year old girl who had never been out of her house basically because she had a cleft palate, which if you're in the U.S. is taking care of lickety split, but she's treated like a monster by her own family and the community. They think she's cursed. Okay, now I, so I want to I, I I interrupt. I got to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, if you live in America, okay, you don't understand. We have right. a biblical worldview in America. If you're not a Christian, you have a biblical worldview when it comes to disabilities. But in a lot of the right. world, when you have a disability or you've got something wrong with you, they have a pagan view. They look at you and they say, you are cursed. And it is it is to damn someone, to curse someone. And those people are crushed by what they're receiving from this community that doesn't have a biblical worldview. So when the Christian worldview comes into the situation and says to this girl with a cleft palate, no, no, God loves you. You are not a monster. You are not cursed. That is huge news, even if they can't heal the cleft palate. Just that idea, that biblical idea, which most Americans and people in the West totally take this for granted, that around the world they have this pagan view of disabilities, of all kinds of things, which is wicked, folks. It is wicked. It's not just a different point of view. It's wicked. And only the good news of Jesus Christ comes into that situation and tells that person, no, you are beloved of God. It's, I, can we imagine how healing that alone would be? But please continue the story. So this girl yeah. had never left her house. She'd never gone to school. She was extremely shy. I met her before the operation. I was in the OR and watched the operation. It's just a cleft palate. But again, you're right. You're totally right. Like around the world, the typical view is if you have any kind of disability, you're a monster. You're you're cursed. And then the moms are blamed. You must have done something immoral. So your ancestors or the gods are blaming you. And and now you've got this monster on your So this girl gets this operation done. She's out in the in the children's ward. I was with her and her mom. She'd had it done. Her lip is still it's swollen, but it's now it's it's whole immediately. So you can see the sutures, but she looks totally different, man. Unrecognizable. And I didn't have a mirror. So I wrote about this in the book. I didn't have a mirror. So I, th I thought, wait a second, I have my phone. I want her to see herself because she looks totally different. And I turned the camera thing around on the phone, you know, where you can see yourself. And she, I handed it to her and she just stared and stared and stared. She would not stop. <laughs> like She couldn't believe what she was seeing. Her face is whole for the first time. She's told not that she's a monster, but that God actually loves her. 
and then her face is healed and she's beautiful. I'm like, that's the kingdom of God breaking through. You get goosebumps when you see it, and it happens over and over and over at these hospitals. So that's why I'm so sold on it. That's why I wanted to tell stories about it and actually explain how great the party is that the kingdom of God is when you actually understand what it is. Well, you know, we forget. I don't forget because I'm Greek, but like there are plenty of Greeks who would say, oh, I'm Greek Orthodox. I was baptized in Greek Orthodox Church. I go to the Greek Church. They have this pagan view in the village. They have this view that you're cursed. They have this pagan thinking. They have not redeemed uh, all of their thinking and all of their views. So there are plenty of Christians, including in America, all of us to some extent, have not really converted every part of us. We still have these pockets of lies, satanic lies, where we believe things that are not true. Um, and God, it's God's will that we turn over every thought to him. Uh, and so I think of people living in, in mountain villages uh, in Albania or Italy or Greece, who they have this kind of pagan worldview in, in their villages. Um, now, we know that right. that happens in India, it happens in Africa, but I'm talking about countries that you think, like, well, they're Christian, there's a church. No, they still have these pagan worldviews. And how much more is that true in America? Well, we may not believe that. We maybe got the memo that uh, you're not cursed if you have a disability. Uh, but there are lies that we believe and that we promote uh, about things and about people and about ourselves. And you know, so so God wants us to be in this process of thoroughly converting ourselves. It's called sanctification, but we have to get involved. We have to desire it. We have to say, I'm going to choose to believe what God says. Um, and that that's not natural. That That's a supernatural thing. You have to ask God to help you along these lines. And reading a book like this, I imagine, will do that. I hope so. I hope it's funny, too. Again, um, we'll see. But there's a light touch, and I appreciated. There's a there's a reviewer that doesn't always like Christian books, but the review said this book has a lasting impact and a light touch. And that's what I wanted because I feel kind of like Forrest Gump tripping through life and getting to travel and stuff and see things like I don't I didn't plan that. And I think it's neat how God's made that happen. I don't have a big vision for my life like I need to become this or that. I, things are just happened. And um, I'm just trying to do each day. And then let God have the pathway that he makes for me. So I, I, I'm astonished. And some of the book is about that. I think you can live that way where you're just like, I'm just going to concern myself with today and try to be faithful with it and then see what God does with the rest of the stuff. And I think it's a much easier way to live with a childlike, joyful existence where you actually have peace that that in our culture, people are not at peace, especially peace activists. Like at personal peace? Oh, th those like, are the most vicious of them all. We'll be right back, folks. I'm talking to Brant Hansen. Brand new book, Life is Hard, God is Good, Let's Dance. Talking to Brant Hansen, brand new book, 
Life is hard. God is good. Let's dance. Experiencing real joy in a world gone mad. Uh, Brant, you said that part of it has to do with gratitude. And over and over in the scripture, God is telling us for our own good, be grateful. Doesn't come naturally. What is your... uh, what do you have to say about well, gratitude? I, I, so I thought this was really interesting. I heard some neuroscientists talking about this who are believers. And they said a lot of times when we're grateful, we make a list. Like, okay, I'm going to be grateful, grateful for this, that, the other thing. We make a list, which is fine. But they said there's another way to do it. And that is to picture moments in your life that you're really glad happened. That, like, just the golden sterling moments, like, Maybe it's the birth of a child. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a time in nature where you were just overwhelmed with what you were looking at. Maybe it's uh, the first time you met your wife. Just just some moments. And then they said, like, write that down on your notes app on your phone and spend like 30 seconds just being grateful that that thing happened. And they said it's really effective because it involves both sides of your brain, not just not just the categorical analytical side. Because it becomes emotional. And that's good because we are emotional beings. But there's something about entering into that sort of a gratitude. And they, they said you can add things to that list on your phone. And when you're feeling anxious, you go to that list and you think about these things you're so grateful for. This is a very biblical approach to anxiety. It's well, very smart. How is that different cool. from the list? I feel like I'm, I'm not getting the difference between because, it, because you're list. invoking you're, well, because you're invoking more of an artistic, emotional thing when you're just kind of camped out thinking about like for 30 seconds thinking about being in that room when they handed you your child for the first time like in or that first time you met your wife or that friend that that time with your friend that you laughed your heads off it it hurt because you laughed so hard just thinking about that for 20 or 30 seconds and being thankful god i'm so glad that happened so it's it's just a different way to approach it i thought it was a fresh thing and having practiced that myself too I have to say it is very effective. You're feeling nervous, you're feeling anxious, but you're reminding yourself of the goodness of God and all the track record that he has in your life of blessing you that we forget about when we have something to be nervous about. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. And and again, I want to say, folks, you have to be part of a culture that practices this. If you're around negative people, um, you, you have to tell them, no, no, that's a right. lie. You maybe you don't want to say it's a lie. Say it however you want to say it, but do not allow people to speak lies into your head, uh, into the atmosphere. Uh, do not do not allow that uh, because it's really like saying, "Nah, God doesn't love you." That is a vile lie, uh, and there are many I, times people that? say things like that. They say th- they they just say things that are effectively vile lies. They're not true. Can I, also, can I also add this, especially for older people, we need you at peace. Like generations always have, can look to the old people to, as for perspective, for peace, for a sense of well-being, regardless like people. That, but instead, we got a lot of older people that are just doing news and information 24-7. And they are worked up because those channels, they can do some good things, I'm sure. But it's like, you need to worry about this. You need to worry about this. You need to worry about this. You need to worry. Like, that's too much for a human being to handle. Would, hey, old, 65, hey, old people, you listening? <laughs> Seriously, no, hey, this is people, what you're I, saying is absolutely true. Uh, you have right, the power of life and death in your tongue. And when you're bringing negativity to people around you, 
you're doing the devil's work. Hate to hate to put it that way, but since we're out of time, right. we've you, got to cut to the chase. You you may be a believer, but if you're camped out watching news 24/7, you're not at peace yourself. And then you look at millennials and Gen Z, like why are they so anxious? Well, they're supposed to have a generation older than them that helps them not be anxious. Well, we're out of time. I can just say, folks, uh, the book is brand new by Brant Hansen. It's called Life is Hard, God is Good. Let's dance. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Brant Hansen. Thanks, man. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.